As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The seed, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Welcome back, Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It's great to be here. 610-363-1110. You cue your call. One of the things we're going to do today, as we did yesterday, as we did the day before, we're going to do today and tomorrow is we're going to try to get to as many questions as possible. We've had a lot of uh, great, great questions. Uh, the nice thing about it is I, I, I feel good about I made a good call about doing this because there are uh, a lot of people, I can tell by the questioning, that are home. Either they're home on vacation this week, short week, or they're working from home and uh, not working from home in the sense that they're taking some vacation time. So it's really, it's really worked out well because we're getting a lot of new callers, a lot of different questions that we don't usually get, and that's been very edifying. So it's great to have that. So uh, I thank you for that. And we're going to do the same. We're going to try to get, continue to stay on calls. We don't have any interviews lined up. We don't have anything else. We've got the ag report coming up the beginning of the next hour. That's it. And then we're going to just stay with the phones. So now is the time. I've got literally thousands of emails that I haven't had the heart to delete yet, but I know I will end up doing it because there's no possible way I can get to those. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of questions in those. <clears throat> and I've always said this, or at least for the last few years, the best way to get your question answered is to find a moment when you have time to be on hold a little bit and, um, you know, wait it out and get the question answered. Today's going to be one of those days. We're going to try to move quickly uh, through the calls so that we get to as many as we can. So we ask you to get right to your question and, and your comment like we do on Rapid Fire Friday, <clears throat> and we'll continue uh, to, to look at that. I've got some... I've got a clip of Larry Kudlow um, that, that I wanted to share, but I, I don't know if we can. But if we can, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that clip. Um, so the second, the second clip 
we'll get to that, and then I'll uh, talk about it when we get back. So when you're ready, go, go ahead. This is Larry Kudlow yesterday. I just want to say that, you know, those states who are pausing or slowing down are absolutely doing the right thing. We understand that. Absolutely. And more generally speaking, you know, I think as our health secretary, Alex Azar, said yesterday on air, this is a time where we've got to go back to basics. Remember the guidelines. Remember the notion of personal responsibility. You know, uh, I think what Larry was indicating there that the pausing is a good thing. We can do that. He talks a little bit later about incentivizing a reopening of the economy and um, his comments about that. One of the things that I wanted to point out that I think is very important this morning is that we look at um, what, is, what is happening in the real economy. And one thing that you'll notice is that the hype has become somewhat irrelevant. And so I don't know how many of you follow me on Twitter at Financial Issues. If you do, I hope you do. If you don't, maybe you want to go there. You can follow me while you're there, but go to at Financial Issues on Twitter and you'll see a chart, a chart that I put up. And it was a chart that um, I was seeking out and was fortunate, fortunately, uh, I found it. But let me just tell you about the chart. It's in reference to Consumer Confidence Index. And it is, it's a great chart. I wish we had it. I should have I got it to the guy so that we could put it up. But it is a chart from 2008 to today on Consumer Price Index. And let me just say, for the very for the first seven years of the Obama administration, the Consumer Confidence Index never got to 100 for the seven, first seven years. It touched 100 on two occasions, but didn't last. During the Trump administration, we've had as high as almost 140. 100 is the difference between uh, below 100 is more of a less optimistic view of the, the uh, uh, consumers. Above 100 is an optimistic view. And for the first seven years uh, of the Obama administration, there wasn't a whole lot of consumers real optimistic. Let me remind you, maybe you've forgotten, but let me just remind you, oh, we do have the clip up, uh, the um, chart up. Let me just remind you that we are a consumer-driven co uh, economy. I know the left doesn't want to be reminded of that, of course, for, for obvious reasons. The left doesn't want to be reminded of that. They certainly don't want to be reminded of that now. But yesterday, we got a consumer confidence index yesterday of 90, just over 98. Can I remind you again? I like doing, 
I like to have little reminders, obviously. Can I remind you that this is for the month of June? And in the month of June, we are coming off an economy where the switch was flipped and has been off, shut down. And we still have, as Larry Kudlow pointed out, we still have states where it is a problem. And these are big states like Florida and Texas that are key economic uh, uh, centers for America. Large populations. So we're coming off three months of a shutdown in the economy. Not a weak economy. Not a faltering economy. Not, a con not an economy as the set first seven years of the Obama administration, not an economy that was just nobody had any faith or confidence in, there was no business sentiment, none of that. An economy that was at all-time record highs, one of the best economies I've seen in my lifetime, and all of a sudden the switch was flipped off and it stopped. Now we have an economy that's running on maybe two cylinders, maybe three cylinders, that's about it, if, if that. And we have consumer confidence index at 98 that is higher, 98, than the vast majority of the time during the Obama administration. Again, we have a consumer-driven economy. Consumer confidence index is extremely important. It's like manufacturing productivity in China being so important. Consumer confidence index is extremely important for us here in America. And this president has been amazing at what we have been able to accomplish in that regard. So look, <clears throat> my point is, let's stay focused. Forget the polls. Forget the media. Stop watching the news. It's all a bunch of smoke and mirrors. The same smoke, the same mirrors that they used to try to make the Obama administration look good for the economy. Now, they're trying to make President Trump look bad for the economy. It's insane. All we got to do, like I did during the Obama administration, is say, hey, there's no correlation here. There's no possible way this economy is this good. I was right. 1.8%, 1.9% on average GDP growth for eight straight years. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. We never had that for nine, eight consecutive years. Even when I don't feel like it. Even when I want to sit down and cry. When you choose to worship in your sadness, it will well up. Yeah, Something does, wells yeah. Mm -hmm. up yeah. in you regardless of whatever the situation is, whether you come through and it's a miracle or maybe it's not. God is still good. Whatever it is, you praise through it. You worship through it. You run toward God through it. Praise will never, ever fail you. Right. Yeah. It will never fail you. Even, even in a sad time of life, we are to praise. Praise is a weapon, and I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's our weapon it's against good. what the enemy throws at us, especially in our mind. Join a sisterhood of faith. Watch Outspoken right here on FISM-TV.
COVID-19 has not only negatively impacted the world's economy, but it's taken lives. The conditions in India have become so bad that many people have completely lost hope. The lockdown by the central government has made it difficult for people to obtain food. Join us for this campaign called hashtag strong with India partners and help India partners provide food for those affected by COVID-19. By giving a donation of any amount, you will receive two copies of my book, The Fear of Money. Go right now to FISM.TV slash strong with India partners and donate. Be an answer to prayer. Help feed the hungry in India. Thank you. God bless. All right, 610-363-1110, 610-363-1110. If you want to cue your call up, now's a good time to do it. Um, anyway, you know, the, the, uh, the Consumer Confidence Index, uh, incredibly, incredibly important, as you can, as you know. And I think it's really important that we get a good grasp of that as we head into an economy and continue to move towards an economy that is desperately trying to paint the worst pos possible picture. And folks, it's all a lie. It's all a lie because I'll tell you what doesn't lie, what consumers are thinking. Um, I said last Christmas uh, or last Thanksgiving that when you look at consumer spending, consumer income, and consumer confidence, there is no possible way we can't have a good shopping season. It's almost impossible for that to happen. And we were right. Not because I saw something nobody else saw. I just saw what everybody saw and wasn't willing to talk about. And we have the same situation right now. We can't be in an economy that is running on two or three as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply cylinders only with in the face of rising uh, uh, cases, even though the death rate continues to fall, nobody's talking about that. Of course, the media would have to talk about that. They're not going to do that. They want to try to put as ugly a face on this as possible. Now you could tell the agenda every time you hear 
Joe Biden pop his head out of his basement to say a few words. It's quite obvious what the talking points are of the DNC. And we need to keep that in mind when we look at this economy. Because regardless of what has happened right now, right now, right now, economy running on two cylinders, three cylinders, is better than the economy was during, you know, with the exception of unemployment, is better than the economy had been, according to consumers for the first seven years of the Obama administration. Oh, well, no, that's not possible. I'm not, I'm not telling you what's possible. I'm just telling you the facts. Our economy is 71%, 72% maybe, dependent upon consumers. We're not 72% on exports. Exports is less than 13% of our economy because you got government in there as well. Exports are nothing. We don't live in China or Japan. It's America. We're depending on you and I getting out there and doing stuff and being excited about what is happening, being happy about the economy, being happy with their either prospect for jobs, getting back to jobs, or having a job. That's what we have right now in this economy based on all that is going on around the very consumers and the consumer confidence index that they checked out and interviewed and talked to and did polls on. It's pretty amazing. It's really amazing. We've got to take that into consideration, obviously. Today, we got mortgage applications. Mortgage applications down 1% from last week. Um, I don't think that's a problem, but it's, that's happening in the midst of a record low, a record all-time low in the supply of houses. There's no existing homes. There's no new homes to buy. There's no inventory. Home price, uh, the home price index posted a 4% year-over-year gain. House prices are up 4% over the same time last year. So uh, the estimate was 3.8%. We ended up getting 4%. So I don't think the mortgage application number going down is significant at all. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say it's somewhat irrelevant because we have a record low inventory. Of course, mortgage applications have to go down. There's no houses to buy. That's very good because it means the ramping up of an incredibly important sector in our economy, and that is housing. The largest segment of small business owners, small business owners being the uh, primary source of their businesses in construction in some way, shape, or form, we're, we're looking at that and thinking, you know, this has got to be very good. Obviously, with the construction industry picking up, it's going to be very good for small businesses. That's going to be very good for the economy. So we see a, a, a very sharp surge yesterday. Stocks finished higher on the last day of the second quarter. 
with major averages posting the best gains, listen, the best gains for a quarter since 1987. Since 1987. Pretty amazing. And this is, you know, amid an unprecedented volatility for the first half of this year, unprecedented, and I don't even know if that's adequate. It has just been off the charts volatility for the first half of the year. Equities continue to rise. And I would suspect it's got a lot to do with that consumer index that I was just talking about. It shows obviously something I've been talking about for the last three years, the resiliency of the markets are amazing. And I've been saying that for the last three years, but it is particularly amazing because we are faced with so many worries right now over this COVID threat that continues to escalate. So the economy is reopening. Larry Kadlow talked about incentivizing that reopening. Listen to what he said. Reemployment is absolutely essential. Uh, and we want to give them perhaps a, a boost, a benefit for reemployment. And we want them to come back to work. We've had so many anecdotal, I mean, I can't begin to tell you how many businesses, large and small, have gotten in touch with us directly or indirectly, saying how hard it is to rehire if we keep the $600 uh, federal plus up. So we're going to try to help that with the reemployment. We haven't come down yet. It's non-decisional or pre-decisional. Uh, by the way, the president continues to push for the payroll tax holiday for the workforce for the same reason. He wants to give them an after-tax bonus to come back to work. So at the moment, the story looks very good, set for a V-shaped recovery. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks very good. I, 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 I got to tell you. Uh, the whole V-shaped recovery thing is so aggravating to me um, every time I hear it. So I'll pull, I'll, I won't go into that. We're not, not going to see if the, a V-shaped recovery from what, last week? Okay, V-shaped recovery. We've been bouncing at the bottom of the U now for three months, and they're still talking about a V-shaped recovery. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a good, they need to come up with something different. But anyway. What he's talking about is we have a problem because the economy is, even on three cylinders, starting to run very quickly and run and, and move really in, in a positive way, but we can't get people to come back to work. If we can't get people to come back to work. It doesn't matter if the COVID virus goes away totally. It's not going to help if people are making as much money staying home, not as much, but getting by with staying home as they were. I mean, we... we you know, we can't have that. We got to disincentivize them. I think personally, we got to stop, stop the federal unemployment. It's got to stop right now. We shouldn't be doing it. It's got to end, especially for those. If we do nothing else, let's end for those people that were on unemployment before all of this started. And that's a whole lot of people. There were a lot of people collecting unemployment benefits from the states. And those people shouldn't be getting the federal unemployment now. The only people that should be getting the federal unemployment are those that lost their jobs as a result of COVID, not those that have been out of work for a year before COVID. 
So we can save a lot of money doing that. And I don't know that we're going to incentivize them because they don't need incentivizing. It's not going to help them because they've been out of work for a year and never did anything to get back to work when they could easily get a job. But nonetheless, they shouldn't be getting federal uh, unemployment. It's giving them a bonus. It's ridiculous. So when we look at the Consumer Confidence Index and the idea that we're going to start getting back to work, if we can incentivize people to go back to work, it's going to be a good thing. It's going to be a really good thing as we move forward. So I'm just telling you, ignore the news. Take it with a grain of salt. Pick one person to listen to and try to listen to it. But if I were you, I would Google um, COVID death rate in the U.S. You're going to get a chart as soon as you do that. Follow that. Don't follow cases. Just follow the death rate. Look at the trajectory of the, of the, the, the death rate. If you want, print it out like I would do from an economic perspective just for the sake of it, or now I can do it on the computer. But print it out, take a ruler, and draw a line from the highest point to the lowest point, and you will see that line trajectory obviously dropping significant and continues to drop. So how do we add a half a million cases or whatever it's been, I don't even know, how do we add that with... It doesn't add up, right? I'm not saying we don't have those cases. We probably do. I think they were always here, but we probably have that. Now there's reports of doctors opening up cases, uh, opening up the testing kits to find that it's already showing positive as soon as they open it. Hmm. Just saying. How many of them don't look at it? I don't know. Just saying. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theory guy. I'm just pointing it out. Well, yesterday we had a really good day in the market. Why Boeing? Boeing was a big part of driving that. They started driving it very early on the day with the Dow. It's a big Dow component. Uh, Boeing doing its testing of a 737. So far, so good. That's good. Here's the problem now today. Boeing loses one of its largest European countries. Has just canceled the remainder of their jet orders. Not good news. But that's primarily due to the fact that they don't have any money because there's no tourism, there's no travel, there's none of those other things. All right, we're gonna get to phone, 610-363-1110. We'll be back right after this. Watch FISM News, Pathway to Victory. Wretched Radio, Financial Issues with Dan Celia, CBN Newswatch, MXTV, Outspoken, New Life Live, The 700 Club, and all your favorite Christian TV shows. Check out our online TV guide on FISM.TV slash schedule.
Samaritan Ministries walks a interesting line between uh, business and ministry. Incorporated in 1991 and tried to launch in 1992. We just didn't know where the Lord wanted to take the different mm -hmm. things that we were doing, but yeah. yet we're just walking one step at a time, I guess. It seemed like there was such a need for something like this, and it was seemed so biblical. We wanted to encourage people to have a Christian worldview, to bring the Bible into uh, every aspect of, of their life. Well then, how does the Bible Im impact healthcare? The direct sharing is, uh, I think, is really a distinctive of Samaritan that we really want to keep. Need sharing isn't necessarily efficient, but it's beautiful. That's the kind of thing I think we want to hold on to. Everything we do is we're serving Jesus. Have you noticed how people seem to be cutting the cord? More and more people are ditching their cable TV and are going online for their favorite news and entertainment programming. We at Financial Issues Stewardship Ministries. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This trend is an opportunity to influence our culture for Christ. So, FISM TV was born. FISM TV is a post-cable television network providing quality programming that is biblically sound and family-friendly. FISM TV can be streamed worldwide across the web and on all connected TV devices, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, and more. Watch Financial Issues with Dan Celia, The 700 Club, Wretched Radio, New Life Live, and more quality Christian programs right here. Proclaiming truth and encouraging you. This is FISM TV. Welcome back. Financial issues 610 363 1110. 610 363 1110. Financial issues. It's great to be here. We are going to get to phones. Let me go to Nelson. Nelson's calling us from Louisiana. Hey, Nelson. Mr. Long-term uh, 
time frame. Couple of income stocks. I haven't been able to listen to you lately. I was supposed to be retired and uh, I'm still working. Um, CD23, they suspended the dividend and I'm down 60%. And then one other one, FR31, um, let's see where I'm at on that. They cut the dividend significantly over, looks like over half, and I'm down 50% on that. So I'm, I'm fine waiting if they're going to come back. But, uh, you know, and I don't need the income today. I mean, yeah. you know, losing those two don't, doesn't change my plan for retirement in the future. Uh, but I'm just curious about whether I should wait and see this price come back up or switch to something that uh, I have room in utilities. I've got a lot of room in utilities to add to my portfolio. Um, I, I've been telling everybody to get out of those uh, and move it over to something okay. that's paying income and something with more quality. But in your case, since you're not actually, you know, drawing the income and it's not putting a hole in your income, I'd probably tell you to wait it out a little bit. Uh, okay. I've, been, I've been recommending, and this weekend, I am going to be making a strong recommendation, or at least Monday, on, on my website about uh, uh, just uh, some of these financials. So, I mean, it's totally up to you. You have time to wait it out a little bit. Do I think those are going to come up? Yeah, well, the, 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 um, the, F, the FR55, certainly, and the CD23, certainly. Uh, the FR31, somewhat questionable because of what they do. I mean, I'm not saying it's not ever going to come up, but it may be a little mm -hmm. bit slower. Um, whether they reinstitute the dividend is a whole nother story. Now the FR stocks, they have to reinstitute the dividends. They don't have an option. Mm -hmm. and, and why I say that is because they're a real estate investment trust. By the nature of a real estate investment trust, the way that a company qualifies as a real estate investment trust is that they are paying consistent income on a regular basis. That's what qualifies them. So they would have to lose their REIT status. They may not care about that, but they would have to lose their REIT status and just be listed as a common stock and nothing more than that. It's not paying any dividend. Uh, it's not likely they're going to do that. They will, they will eventually reinstate the dividend uh, and their, their stock will come back up. So it's not leaving a hole. You can wait for it to come up. That's fine. I think, and I've been saying this for a mm, little bit of time, maybe like 20 years, that from an income perspective, one of the best places to be is utilities and preferreds. And preferreds are a lot rare, uh, a lot more harder to find. I don't expect to have any preferreds on my buy list by the end of this week. Um, harder to find. But utilities are utilities. They're publicly traded um, you know, publicly regulated utilities. Uh, everybody's going to need electricity. Uh, they, they, I'm not saying they won't go down a little bit. They'll go down when the markets get really, really good. They'll go down because people will be leaving that safety of the utility and moving into things more aggressive. When things are going down, they're going to go up a little bit because people are going to leave the aggressive and they're going to take a flight to safety and they're going to start picking up those utilities. But the fact of the matter is if you are a income investor, it's probably one of the more stable places you can be. 
Uh, okay. I, I, I got a little bit confused on CD23 um, because you were saying you had talked about it quite a bit. Again, they suspended the dividend. I'm down 60%. I have no problem selling it to start collecting a dividend from somewhere else. I mean, yeah. uh, but I think you were saying they have a good chance of, uh, the price coming back up, and what about reinstating the dividend? No, on, I was talking about FR. I was talking about oh, the real okay. estate trust. I was talking about okay. FR, the two FRs you got listed, FR31 right. and FR55. I was talking about right. those. CD, the consumer discretionary, they're getting clobbered, all of them are. They're going to come mm -hmm. back when the economy comes back. Now, whether right. they reinstate the dividend or not, uh, who knows? But they're, you know... But nonetheless, the stock's going to come back when the economy comes back, in my opinion. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, you know, it gets a little confusing with all the different categories. I'm using a portfolio tracker, so I have some room to do some balancing. And I, I have about a 3% headroom on the utilities. But I have all – the income portfolio has a very large utility position. Though. I know it does. Getting a, little, getting a little scary, but I do have one, two, three, four, five, six – utility stocks one's a preferred so five common and one preferred in utility so i do have it spread out across yeah you know, the, well the preferreds of financial should be listed as a financial oh, okay. so it okay. shouldn't I be impacting that, right. your your utility uh holding at all i hope if it, okay. it shouldn't be and your oh, utilities yeah, I, I wouldn't add any more uh but i would add to some of the ones you have Okay. Okay. Great. Well, right. it helps me out. I can do some balancing and move some money into utilities okay. and make some decisions. Thank you. Dan. All right. Thanks. All right. All thanks, right. Bye-bye. Let me go to Gina in Arkansas. Hey, Gina. Hey. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good morning. Okay. My question is, is it better? I've already got an existing IRA invested uh -huh. at uh, Timothy plan. Is it better for me to add to that existing and build it up, the dollar amount up, or is, would it be better to open up another IRA, invest it in another location? No. No, I, I mean, you should add to the one you have. Add to it. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and the more okay. often you add to it, the better it is. Not amount of money. I don't care about that. But adding to it oftenly, let's say you want to put $1,200 a year in, much better to put $100 a month in than it is to put $1,200 a year, you know, at one time in. So, Like uh, waiting till the end of the year, okay? Yeah, don't do that. Try to put it in every month if you can. You'll be far, far okay. better off for doing that. Okay, okay. Um, I know there was another question, but I've lost it. Um, but anyway, thank you so much. I appreciate you're, that. You're welcome. Thank you, uh, Gina. I appreciate it. Uh, Sherry in Mississippi. Do we have time yet? Let me go to Sherry in Mississippi. Hey, Sherry. Hi, Dan. I love your show. I listen to it every day. I don't know a lot about finance. And um, my husband just passed in May, and he did all the financing. And we have a 401K, his retirement. And then I just received 50000 in insurance, so I want to invest that. Um, I talked to my nephew. He works for a finance company. I don't know if you want me to say it on the air or not, but I don't know. I want to be biblically responsible, but I'm just nervous about putting it 
in somebody's hands. He looked at the fidelity that I have, and he said it has more stocks than bonds because mm-hmm. I see it fluctuating and going down, and it makes me nervous mm-hmm. because that's you know that's all I have. So you know, I just really don't know what to do. When are you going to need the money? When are you going to start using it? Well, I'm 60 now. I want to work till I'm 65 at least. Um, so, and then I want to invest that 50 somewhere. And I had told him about the Timothy plan, and he said he thought the fees were high. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He said he was going to research it some more. He does my brother's finances, but um, I'm just I'm not sure. Yeah. What to do, what to do with it. Well, I'll tell you what not to do. How's that? Don't, okay. uh, don't change what you have in your Fidelity account. That's good that you have more stocks and bonds. You've got five more years. Uh, they're okay. down because of the economy, and they're going to recover. Okay. They're going to recover a whole lot quicker than anything else you have. So um, now, I would not have a problem in your situation. I might recommend it, that when you recover in those stocks and that account goes up, it might be a good idea to sell them so that you can begin to get more conservative. Um, okay. So I wouldn't say, okay, they've run back up. I'm just going to leave them go now. I'm happy. I wouldn't do that. In your case, I would let them, you know, I would, they're going to come back up. They're going to get profitable. And when they do that, then I would, I would sell them. And I think that would make sense. Um, okay. The, I, I wouldn't do an annuity, which might be something that he's likely to consider for you. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I would. Do you have emergency savings? Um, I have eight thousand. And do you own your home? Do you have a house? No, I have a mortgage. One uh, one hundred thirteen thousand. I owe. Okay. And so, how much more time you have on that? I is it? Um, I, I've been paying uh, extra two payments oh, a good. year on it. Okay. So uh, I'm paying $200 a month extra every month. Good. So I've been doing that for about four or five years. Okay. So you, you're probably uh, knocking that probably time not. time down significantly. Yeah. So that's good news. Right. So keep doing that. And I think okay. um, that's, that should be a priority for you because at the very time, you know, uh, eight or nine years from now, when you need a little bit of a pay raise, you'll get it by way of not having to pay that mortgage payment plus the $200. So I think that's wise to keep doing that. I wouldn't change it. Uh, the 50000 uh, I would probably uh, sit on it in your savings account. Wherever okay. you have your emergency savings, I would put it in there, and I would wait about three months to four months from now and give me a call again, and let's take a look at it. But I wouldn't do anything else with that. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. All right, Sherry, I'm glad you called. I appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you. All right, God bless. All right, folks, we'll be right back. 610-363-1110. We're going to stay on the phone. Have you noticed how people seem to be cutting the cord? More and more people are ditching their cable TV and are going online for their favorite news and entertainment programming. We at Financial Issues Stewardship Ministry see this trend as an opportunity to influence our culture for Christ. So, FISM TV was born. FISM TV is a post-cable television network providing quality programming that is biblically sound and family-friendly. 
FISM-TV can be streamed worldwide across the web and on all connected TV devices, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, and more. Watch Financial Issues with Dan Celia, The 700 Club, Wretched Radio, New Life Live, and more quality Christian programs right here. Proclaiming truth and encouraging you. This is FISM-TV. You know, in India, the lockdown by the central government has made it so difficult for people to obtain food. The conditions in India have become so bad that many people have completely lost hope. That's why we are coming alongside our friends at India Partners to raise money for the hungry in India. By giving a donation of any amount to this campaign, you'll receive two copies of my book, The Fear of Money. Join us in this Strong with India Partners campaign. Help India Partners provide food for those affected by COVID-19. Would you go right now to FISM.tv slash Strong with India Partners and donate. Be an answer to prayer. Help feed the hungry in India in the name of Christ. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. 610-363-1110. If you want to cue your call up, do it. We're going to stay with phones for the next two hours and 10 minutes. So we're going to try to rapid fire, try to move through as many questions as we possibly can today and tomorrow. So uh, give us a call, 610-363-1110. On Facebook, Retha's saying good morning from Oklahoma. Angela saying good morning. Uh, from I don't know where, An Angela, I see you all the time. I don't know where you're from. I know you're, you check in often. Thank you for that. I sure appreciate it. I'm glad you're listening and watching. Uh, God is great. You're right about that. That is for sure. Bill saying good morning from Texarkana, Arkansas. Good morning, Bill. And I sure appreciate all of you uh, checking in. Glad you're, glad you're with us. Uh, we will get to, uh, you know, just another way of putting a question up there is on Facebook. Or if you're watching on our website, financialissues.org, you're watching live, there's a place there for you to enter your questions. So you can do that uh, either place. <coughs> Excuse me. And we have been very good about uh, in the last couple of days and trying to get to those questions. So uh, we want to get to those as well. 610-363-1110. Let me go to uh, Ray. Ray's calling us from Texas. Hey, hey Ray. How you doing, Dan? Good. Question I have for you is, uh, a while back you said where you where you park your cash. Yeah. Do you recommend I put my cash? I'm, I'm looking at the buy list now. Uh-huh. And if it's different, or if it's different from where you have it, what do you recommend that I put beyond the seven grand that I've already put in the Roth IRA? Um, so, and this is just cash you're just kind of, you're yeah, sitting on for an indefinite work. period of time? Correct. Who's your account with? What, what uh, brokerage? 
to use? Oh, fidelity. 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 Yeah, so I would look at, um, uh, I mean, the, the one that I use, Fidelity's going to charge you to buy because it's um, one of their competitors. Their equivalent is uh, C35. Okay. That's their equivalent. I don't believe it's quite as good, but nonetheless, that would be their equivalent. The other one that I like is C70. And I'm not sure whether Fidelity is going to charge you to buy that or not. But I would definitely uh, check it out. But that's, that's another uh, possibility. So if I open up another account to buy the one you have it in, does it, is it worth opening no. up an account with that other one? No. No, I don't think it is. No. Okay, so 35 or 70. Yeah, and, and if you think that uh, you are going to leave it if you want to go ahead and buy 86, C86, and I don't know what they're going to charge you, like $45, and this is money you're just going to kind of forget about. I don't know how much money you're putting in there, but, you know, 10, you, 10 to yeah, you're going to get that $35 back or $45, whatever they're charging. You're going to get that back in like three months. So I wouldn't be too okay. over overly concerned about it. I wouldn't, uh, it, you know, be too concerned about, especially if it's going to be there, you know, for the next few years. I think that's fine. Right. Yeah. So, so thirty-five, seventy, or eighty-six. Yes, sir. Please. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. I appreciate your time. All right, Ray. Thanks for the call. Thank you for your partnership. I appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. Bye -bye. Yep. Let me go to uh, Daniel calling from Virginia. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. I just uh, recently became a partner and been listening to you off and on for years and um, finally got to a position where we've, we've just built a house. Uh, we have a mortgage for 150000 and it's on family land, so we already have over 100000 in equity mm. in the loan, and that is all um, also includes everything that we had, building the house, credit cards, as well as my student loans went in there to get paid off. Okay. Uh, 3.6% right. interest. And so now I'm looking at the next phase of whether to, to build up savings, when to start investing, how to start investing. So here's what you want to do. That's great, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that is, that's, that's a, a great way to go. And you got rid of all that debt. And I love getting rid of that student loan debt. That's great. I would um, suggest that you build savings up. You have any children, Daniel? Yes. Yes, okay. two. So I would suggest that you build your savings up because that savings is what's going to keep you out of debt. Uh, so really important uh, to do that. I don't want something to happen to, you know, a car or, you know, something that you got to fix and have to get in debt to do it. And I think savings critically important, even more so when, when you have children. So, do that, you know, get, get something that you feel you're starting to feel very comfortable with and get that savings up. Then you're going to shift whatever you're putting in savings. You're going to shift that out into a, uh, an investment account of some sort. Do you have any, uh, uh, 401k or IRAs or anything, uh, yet? We do not. Okay. No. 
my wife homeschools and stays at home, and I've just started a new position. Okay. Do they offer that? They will after one year. One year, so okay. Another six months. So that's perfect. So you got six months to build up your savings a little bit. If they match something, so if you put two, 3% in they match 3%, then yes, do it. Uh, that would be a great way to start. So maybe you can't do that and save a little bit more at the same time, but maybe cut a little bit of what you're putting into your savings in order so that you can put a little bit into that to get it, take advantage of the match, uh, whatever you can. And so do that. But for now, I would just build up the savings and then shift over to the 401k years down the road. If they match, don't put in any more than the match. And then anything, when you get to a place where you can do more, you have a little bit more discretionary income, then that would be the time to, you know, move that into an investment account and start contributing to that as well. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, Daniel. Good, good start. Way to go. You're doing a great job. Stay disciplined. Thanks. Thanks. Yep. Let me go to, uh, Angie from North Carolina. Hey, Angie. Hey, Dan. Uh, enjoy your show. I listen to it every day. Thank you. Um, I have a question about uh, the first program. I work for the Postal Service. Uh-huh. And they have a, I've just just become aware of this, but they have a program where, uh, I guess, it's early retirement. If you retire at 60 and they will supplement your income for two years until you reach 62, I don't really understand how that works, and they, everybody I've talked to says you don't have to pay it back, which sounds too good to be true. So I was wondering if you knew anything about that. Yeah, so that's an incentive to try to get people to retire. And okay. so they uh, are incentivizing older employees who may work another five, six years. They're trying to prevent that. So they're incentivizing you by giving you two years worth of pay for not working and uh, put you into retirement. So that's, that's the goal. And a lot of uh, private sector businesses have been doing that for years whenever they need to kind of uh, free up some payroll or hire less expensive people, uh, young people to come into the business. So, uh, that's that's all it is, and it is, you know, something that you just have to weigh. When are you at that point where you're thinking about it? Uh, yes, I'll be sixty uh, by the end of the year, and I really was thinking about retiring um, earlier if I could, because I already have a job lined up with my daughter's family business uh, when I retire. And honestly, I've been I've been with the postal service twenty eight years, and it's just. It's not what it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, sure. a lot of changes, and it's very stressful now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really considering it. I mean, if there's no – I heard that it wouldn't affect my Social Security, which I don't intend to draw that until I'm 67. Yeah. Um, but uh, everybody said, well, it won't, it won't hurt you at all if you go ahead and do it. You're just, you know, you're just going to be out. It just seemed like I said too good to be true. But yeah, no, as a matter of fact, it helps your Social Security because you get two more years of earnings. So, no. you know, Social Security is best based on your average. And so right. it's going to raise your average a little bit, and that'll be a good, that'll be a good thing for you. So, no, it's, there's, uh, it's fine. And 
uh, I would, I would sounds like you're a perfect candidate to do it and, um, you know, take advantage of it. All right. Well, I, I certainly do appreciate it. I, I appreciate all that you do. Your, all of the ministries, the pre-born is, is great. Mm. So just yeah. because of good work, I know you will. Thank you. Thank you, Angie. Uh-huh. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh-huh. God bless. Uh, let's see how much time we got. Now we'll have to hold off. Um, we'll, we'll get you there. We've got a line open. We've got calls on. We're gonna, when we come back off this break, we're going to go to the Ag Report. Then we're going to get to calls, and we're going to be on calls for the next almost two hours. So uh, stay with it. There won't be any other interruptions other than a break here or there. So great time to get your question answered. I know uh, a lot of you have a lot of questions. I know that because... Um, you send me emails, which I don't get to. So, anyway. Um, I hope that uh, you'll give us a call today, tomorrow. We're getting these questions answered, and we're, we're excited about that. So, we're going to do that. Get right back to phones right after this break. So, I sure appreciate all of you being with us. we got two more hours coming up. Make sure that you stay with us. We thank you for the time you've given us if you've got to leave, but I just want to put a plug in for the phone app. If you don't have it, get it on your phone. Uh, You may be really glad you have it someday if we lose a radio signal or something. So uh, FISM, that's all you got to do. Get it in your app store. We'll be right back. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.